I guess she needs very little introduction. Our Friday wind down guest for today is the lovely Barita. I must say, you walked into here, you're like a ray of sunshine, <laughs> you're full of energy, you're bouncing everywhere. <laughs> Welcome to the studio. It's such a pleasure to have you here. Thank you. It's a blessing to actually like be in a live studio. I can't remember the last time I was in one. So. Do, you, do you think it was pre-COVID? So I did come in during COVID last mm-hmm. year, actually. It's exactly a year because during the 16 days of activism yes. last year, I had a campaign with the SABC yeah. for the song Ongandibulali with mm-hmm. the Nkilvi Youth Choir. So I came in to launch that song. That must have been the last time I was in a studio. And, and that, a, was, that, that was a big song yeah. for the SABC and that campaign. I mean, yeah. it was played like the national anthem yeah. across all SABC platforms. What did yeah. that mean to you? For me, I think the message was, is and was the most important thing. I think that um, we still don't understand what gender-based violence is. Mm. When a woman comes and tells you guys like 10 years later that I was in a relationship for two years and I was abused, mm. people are like, huh? And then you stayed. For People don't understand that gender-based violence is not just physical, it's psychological. And the reality is that whatever happens, if someone messes you with, with your mind, it stays for a very long time. Mm. So for me, um, I'm in a space where I have not experience gender-based violence personally and that is something that I, I can't even say I'm grateful for because that's something mm. that I wish every woman could experience mm. but I have a voice and I am I'm, I'm more than happy to use my voice especially when singing to speak about this because I think the more we speak about it mm. the more we we just chase the energy away mm. yeah. what what first awakened your consciousness effectively to you know the society that we live in the kind of abuse the kind of violence that women in 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 our country come under and of course it's not limited or unique to South Africa it's a global issue uh, but South Africa really bears the brunt of it it does it does I once saw a video um, online that was showing that basically actually South Africa is has the most gender-based violence Mm -hmm. in the entire um, world and I think our history as well as a people where we come from we've been violated in so many ways Mm Um, so it, it messes with our society. And I think for me, um, you know, like my name, my stage name, Berita, is my mother's name. So my real name is Gukuletu. So I only realize now, nine years later, I've been singing for nine years, but now it's becoming apparent to me that part of my calling is to use my voice for the str- woman's struggle, you know. Um, and I'm doing this in so many ways. One, whenever I go on stage, by using my mother's stage name, she's still alive. A lot of people ask that when I, you know, but just 
I embrace the, the the struggle of a girl, the struggle of a woman, the struggle of a mother. And I'm also doing work in terms of the music industry with my NGO, the WOMB, the Women of Music Business, where part of our mandate is to think about how can spaces be safe for women in the music industry? Because mm-hmm. as much as I've never been violated, I've been in instances where I'm in the studio and the producer is saying some compromising, uh, like just saying compromising things. And I've been in a space where I'm vulnerable when I first started making music and I was in varsity, there were moments where resi- like hostel had a certain time where you couldn't get a go back after a certain time. And I always needed to find a place to sleep after pursuing my dream, after going on stage to sing. So I know what it's like to be out there and trying to pursue your dream. Whatever your dream is, whether you're trying to get that dream job or that dream audition, I know that women have to jump a st- a step higher there's a ladder that it's 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 an a ladder that is unwritten that women have to skip over merely by sometimes the way you look you don't have to be dressed a certain way even at times so yeah it, it's such an important point that you're making barita because as a young musician um, and of course, you started when you were much younger, like you're saying in your teenage, teenage years. Yeah. There are all of these different elements that you are exposed to. At that point, you are focused on trying to get a, a career off the ground. Mm. You are focused on following, following a dream. Do you feel that they were voices of support around you? Do you feel that, you know, you knew that, okay, if... If I'm not feeling safe, if I do feel like a producer is saying something uncomfortable to me, can I speak about it? Can I speak back to this person without feeling like I'm compromising my opportunity to record and my prospective future career opportunities? I mean, from the way I was raised, I'm a firstborn at home. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I've always I'm a protector. I'm very protective of my space. So that emotional intelligence has helped me in those situations where I'm able to deflate a comment. Mm-hmm. Even when someone is saying a, a comment that I I know that if I was in a space where I was much more vulnerable, um, I've always been fortunate because I sing, mm-hmm. I play an instrument, and I also write my own music, which is something that I advocate as well for women. There's so much power in playing an instrument because when you get into the studio, you're not waiting for the producer to press a button for some music to happen. Mm -hmm. You've already got a foundation. You're saying, I actually, I've got the chords. And it goes a long way. It goes into ownership as well. When we now talk about like the copyright of the music, you know that you're not going to, because we have situations we've had in the past where, you know, a song will be big and the artist, particularly it happens a lot with female artists Mm -hmm. where, two, three years down the line, the female finds out that I'm not even credited for my work. So the struggle is bigger. You know, it's it's a, it's a, it's a gender struggle um, and it's a struggle that we should all be speaking about. Otherwise, men would never know. Then They've never been asked. They would never understand that. We're in conversation with Barita. She's joining us today. As you heard, her name, uh, at least on her birth certificate, Gugule Tukumalo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but she uses her mother's name as her stage name. Yeah. And of course, uh, as always, I'd love to take your calls for you to interact and engage with Barita. The number to use this morning, 011-714-2006. That's the phone lines on the WhatsApp line, 614 
104107. I'll take your voice notes and text messages there. And on Twitter, it's at SFM Radio. The hashtag there is SAFM Talking Point. So, Berita, talk to me about why you decided to use your mother's name as your stage name. Yeah. So um, my mother has always been a constant voice and a powerful voice. I think that women bear the burden of our society. Um, you know, you bring you bring girls and boys into this world. And what happens, because the reality is that um, what happens with the girls and what happens with the boys lies most on the woman. Um, and for me, that's something that I respected when I grew older. Um, I love my father, you know, and I'm very fortunate to have been raised with in a household where I had both a mother and a father. But now that I'm a woman, an older woman, and now that I'm also married, I, I, I see things differently. I see that women really bear the burden of our society. So that's why I decided to honor her with each and every note that I sing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The first thing I asked Barita when she was uh, she came into studio is, is where is the guitar? Why did she not bring the guitar? <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I, well, I knew you were going to play the music and we we're going to have a conversation because that guitar is a star. Hey? Oh, like, yes. The moment it comes out. <laughs> so uh, if you want to see the guitar, I'm actually on tour and I'm going to talk to you about my upcoming tour dates because uh. when I'm on stage, it's all about the voice voice and the guitar it's all about that when did your love affair with the guitar begin so I chose the guitar because I could travel with it when I was I'm actually a late bloomer in terms of like music Mm -hmm. Um, I only discovered like my calling in music in my late teens so uh, when I was about 19 and I, I knew that I needed to play an instrument. I tried piano at the time. My challenge with piano is okay, that... Okay, but, but you have to backtrack a little bit. Yeah. So you grow up your whole life not being exposed to music or not singing in a choir, school choir, church choir. Exposed school, school playing, <laughs> lead role, lead singer, none of that. Yeah. Well, I was exposed. I grew up listening to, um, I, you know, I'm originally from Zimbabwe. I was born there, mm-hmm. grew up there, and I listened to a lot of music from Oliver Mdukuzi, who later becomes my mentor in my music journey. Um Yvonne Chaga Chaga as well, who's also my mentor. Um, Brenda Farsi, Lucky Dube. So I grew up listening, you know, on to, holidays. To these classics. Classics. African classics. My mm. dad loved jazz. Brahim Masegela, who I also, you know, spent time with. Um, Miriam Makeba, Paul Simon, you know. So I, I, I did love music, but my, my appreciation for it, you know, that later makes, like, just brings an artistic sense in me, came later. I did sing in the choir, but I'll be honest, when I sing in the choir, if I'm sing, singing next to someone who's singing alto, now I'm really alto. If someone is singing soprano, I'm also singing soprano. So I didn't have my own like musical identity when I was younger. I just loved music. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I mean, did you have any inclination that there was something special about you? Because oftentimes, you know, the story, the, the typical story with musicians is that, yeah. you know, I was singing in the choir one day and then yeah. the teacher pointed and said, Berita, uh, you're going to be the, <laughs> lead sing- the, the lead singer. My story is a bit sad when it comes to that, Kathy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because I I wasn't the, I knew that I was special as a person. Yeah. Like I always, like I know, like I know that there's something about me that just differentiates me from a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But like uh, musically, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister who comes after me is the one that was the singer. It's the one that like, hey, he would, she would just like go off with like a Celine Dion number. And I would just be like, <laughs> you know, in the corner, like, <laughs> you know. But when I was 16 and she was two years younger than me, she was 14 mm-hmm. or 17. Yeah. She then was diagnosed with bipolar. Mm. And since then, she struggled with mental health. Mm-hmm. And I remember when she was first diagnosed with bipolar, I was like, you know what? I don't want to leave your side. I want us to sing. We're going to form a duo. Mm-hmm. We're going to sing together because mm-hmm. I want to look at, like, I felt like I'm my sister's keeper. But unfortunately, that hasn't been the case. She struggled with the illness quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And one day when I was talking to her about this, she said to me, actually, this is your dream. Go for sure. it. This is not my dream. This is your dream. And it's always over the years she'll listen to she's at first when i first put out my first album she'd always be like ah, when you're not singing correctly you know like she was very strict <laughs> with me but now mm. she's like wow you're an amazing singer you're an amazing writer you know so wow. there's that undertone to it as well that's absolutely beautiful we're going yeah. to continue our conversation with berita where did the music begin that's part of what we will uncover over the remainder of the hour it's 11 30 Zoleka Kodashe has your latest news headlines. Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. We continue our conversation with Berita. Like I said, she's been a ray of sunshine uh, since she walked into the studio this morning. And um, we're getting to discover more about her life, more about her music. So, Berita, you are still telling us the story of the guitar. Yeah. So, you've given us a bit of the background. So, you're 19 and you're making a decision about instruments. Yeah. yeah. How did that come about? So um, I knew that I was going to leave home and go to university. And mm-hmm. that was my platform where I wanted to start uh, performing and forming my own artistry. Because I hadn't really performed when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. You love, You asked about a play. I was in the school play, right? But you, you know Joseph and the Technicolor Code? Yes. I was the brother. I was Simon. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I definitely didn't get the main part there. <laughs> so I knew that for me, discovering my artistry, I started listening to artists like Asha from Nigeria, mm. Tandisoma Zwai, Lira, uh, Erika Badu. And I was like, I really like these sisters. Mm. They speak to the way they dress, the way they talk, everything about them. Mm. And like, that's how I decided, okay, you know, Jill Scott, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go in that That direction. identity resonated it, with it you. It resonated with me. Yeah. It was about self-love. It was mm. about, you know, knowing who you are, which, you know, takes a long time. But that's that's what I resonated with. Was a majobe, you mm. know, that's mm. I was like one day I just want to sing with them, mm. you know. So mm. that's that's how then I was like, OK, an instrument that can help me express myself. Then the guitar. And what I loved about the guitar is that the moment I knew two chords, I, I wrote my first song. It, you know, it's, 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 it's such a, you know, I'm all about empowerment. How, lo- how long it's did it a- take you to learn to play guitar? So you never stop learning when it comes to an instrument. Today, I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. Um, I To be able to like, when I first started, I would just strum one note, then sing. Then mm-hmm. I, like I couldn't multitask to save yeah. my life. Yeah. But um um, I think now, now I have a different relationment with my guitar. Mm. I, it like it's my best friend. Like mm. I, 
you know, I the rhythms. I know how to play with different rhythms. I mm. know how to just do. I know how to make what I feel come alive in the wow, instrument. Wow, that's beautiful. Yeah. And who taught you? Um, so s- mainly self-taught, but over the years I've always like if I have a band and there's a guitarist in the band, I'll always ask questions. So all this time when you were you know stringing a note there, you were teaching yourself. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that so. is incredible. <laughs> so you woke up one morning, decided I'm going to play the guitar, and I'm going to teach myself how to play the guitar. I wish it was that simple. <laughs> I I I bought a guitar, uh, with my pocket money. And then, like, the simplest guitar I could find. Then I bought a book. Mm. And then I used YouTube videos as well. Wow. And then I would find songs that I like. And I would find out how they are played. And then I would try them out. And then I would quickly, from trying different songs out, I would find chords that I like. And then I would make my own songs. That is absolutely incredible. So it's part of her musical journey. And, you know, today, of course, she's live streaming while we are having this conversation. Her and social media are on the same page. And not surprising because (laughs) this is part of how you also learned, you know, to become a musician. I've got a couple of calls that uh, are lined up for you, Barita. Let me go to uh, Baleni in Mtata. Good morning, Baleni. Uh, Good morning. Are you? I'm well, Good thanks. Morning. Yes. Um, uh, f- firstly, let me comment on this uh, on this uh, part of uh, using her mother's name as a, uh, as a her stage name. Um, I just want to know this. Um, what keeps her waking up and say, "Hey, let me go to work because I've this. I've got this thing that is calling me," or that. Uh, this thing that is pushing me. Yeah. I just want to know about that. Yeah. Thank you, Valen. Yeah. Um, Th- thank you. <laughs> thank you for that question. Um, I think, uh, I think what keeps me going. I'm a, I'm a very uh, faithful person, and I say faithful, you know, because I really like take my relationship with God very seriously. Um, I struggled with it in my 20s, but now in my 30s, you know, there's that growth and that maturity. And you realize that actually everything that I've achieved thus far has not been my own uh, cleverness in this life thing. You know, it's God directing me. So I think that um, having that spiritual practice where I wake up every morning and I thank God and I pray. And then after that, I feel lighter. I feel like energized to to play music and now even more so i feel like i'm doing what i'm called to do um on top of that i love it so i think that keeps me going and especially covid challenged me hey the lockdown was very challenging for me as an artist not because i lost income but because i really asked myself is this really what you're here to do so um I'm, i'm humbled knowing that this is really what I'm meant to do. And I know this because my first song, Tandoloetu, when it first came out, I didn't promote it. I didn't, I was in school. No one knew me, but that's my biggest song. That's the song that everyone sings. And that was not my doing. That was God's doing. All right. I hope that that answers your question. Let me go uh, move on over then to Cape Town. Debbie, you're calling us from Cape Town. Good morning, Debbie. Morning, how are you? I'm all right, how are you? Barita's good, on the line. You. Yes, no, I, I'm, I'm, I was so excited when I heard you. I grew up with that young lady. 
Oh. I went to Rio. Yes, I went to Rio Tinto High School. Oh, wow. Yes. And his dad was my English teacher. Yes. And her mom was my favorite netball teacher. In oh, Germany. wow. Yeah. So, like when, so when she's talking now, I'm like, his dad did a lot to us as young, young girls. Wow. One thing that he taught us as young as we were, he taught us to embrace ourselves and to love ourselves. Yeah. And I remember at one point he came to me specifically and said, Dad, draw a picture of a human being. So I drew a picture of a human being with long, nice, silky hair, you know. And she's like, is that the only human being that you know? What about yourself? Wow. With your short hair. You are beautiful. You are gorgeous. You are wonderful. Embrace yourself. Wow. And I think today, I, I, I sent him an, a text actually and said to him, you know what? I'm now seeing the fruits of what you were teaching us then through your girl and even through myself. Wow. You had great parents and I can really, really see them in you. And I just wanted to say, well done. Keep on representing. Keep on doing it. We are watching you and we are following your steps. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, Debbie, that, that is so lovely. Thank you for calling in and just for sharing uh, those stories with us and the fact that, you know, the kind of impact that her dad made on your life and yeah. the woman that you've become today. Amazing. I mean, how many years? She said primary school. You guys were in primary high school. High so school. So my together. parents were used. They are, my parents are farmers now. They're dairy farmers. But back then mm. they were teachers. Mm. And man, I can't wait to tell my dad about this. Oh. He's going to be so excited. Ah, oh, fantastic. Thank Lovely. Thank you so much, Debbie. Thank you sharing. so much for that, Debbie. And I'll still be taking more of your calls for Berita on 011-714-2006 on the WhatsApp line. You can send those voice notes on 0614-104-107. The Talking Point with Kathy Motlatana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. Our Friday Wind Down guest is Barita. She's in studio with me. We've been having a really awesome conversation talking about her music, talking about really how she became the star that she is today. I've got a message here, Barita. And you know, you just threw it in there. You talked about being a married woman and hearts across the country broke. (laughs) When you said that, <laughs> so I've got a, a, a message here. It says, um, I love Berita. Uh, two batches married now. It got me disappointed. And uh, the, our, our listener, Soyama, wants to know, uh-huh. firstly, what in what informs your decision uh, to sing in Isitlosa and also collaborating with other artists. Yes. Thank you. Um yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll go to the answers uh of the question. Um so when I came to South Africa, right? My mm-hmm. I said my parents are dairy farmers in they yes. are actually work in New Zealand. Okay. So uh when when the political and economical situation in Zimbabwe was like boiling, when the turmoil was high my parents moved overseas. Many, I think many people have immigrated Mm. to look for greener pastures. Mm. So for me, having like having to leave Zimbabwe when I was 16 and I moved to New Zealand and I saw how just difficult it was. They didn't understand African people. 
they didn't understand who we are and what we stand for. And I think it's better now. I think we've done over the years with music and culture and arts, mm -hmm. you know, th there's a better understanding of who African people are. So when I came back uh, to Africa, and I came obviously to South Africa in the Eastern Cape in 2011, for me... And, um, and how old were you when you came back? I was 20. Okay. I was 20. Um, I, like moving to the Eastern Cape, number one, the closer people inspired me. Mm. Closer people are very proud of who they are. Mm -hmm. They are not scared to be proud of it. I am, you know, my tribe is Ndebele. So Ndebele people, Zulu people, Kosa people, Swati people, they are mm -hmm. one people. Mm -hmm. So when I got to the Eastern Cape, I didn't separate myself. I didn't see myself as, no, I'm Ndebele. No, I really embraced the language, the culture, mm -hmm. the people. And I was very fortunate. Even my music, I have a lot of support in the Eastern Cape. I often say to myself, I'm an adopted daughter of the Eastern Cape. Mm -hmm. So, and I studied with uh uh, you know, young people from the trans guy, so of which they spoke deep closer. So I wasn't going to get there and start speaking English. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I, I got there and I fit like a glove. And it's been the greatest blessing in my life because Kosa is the most expressive of the Nguni languages as a writer. So I find that um, had I limited myself to only singing perhaps in Debele, which I do sing in Debele, I think that Kosa gives me a larger vocabulary mm -hmm. when I express myself in music. Was it hard making the decision to leave your parents or did you all move back to South Africa? So it it wasn't really a decision. It it was something that had to happen because at the time the circumstances did not allow. Like um, I think it would have been too expensive. My parents would not have been be able to afford mm -hmm. for me to study elsewhere. But for me, I, I saw it as I knew there was an opportunity for me. I knew mm -hmm. that um, I felt that God like led me to this country for me to start my gift and 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 grow it here mm. you know so um you know i think that's why i i, I sing in is closer and continue to and also i've made it a point with each and every album i've released i always sing a song in another african language so i've, I've sang in shona i've sang in swahili uh in my latest album songs in the key of love i have a song in zonga wow. as well okay and the collaborations and the collaborations, um, I was very fortunate from the beginning. Even before I knew how to pick my own collaborations, I was chosen by legends. Mm -hmm. So my first collaboration was actually with Oskido, who I like. I didn't know house music. I didn't know how it worked. But he, I remember he heard me singing Tandoloetu in a taxi rank. Mm -hmm. We were doing a taxi rank activation. And his album, his 2013, I believe, Oskido, I believe, album was ready. He had mixed and mastered. He was just about to release it. He came to me and said, I am pausing my album. I need this song in the album. Wow. And a week later, he called me and said, I'm going to be on air, on radio. I want you to listen. I've remixed your song. Tell me what you think. And that was the first collaboration for me. The second collaboration was Baba Oliver Mtukuzi and Prahima Segela. And that as well, when I first met Baba Oliver Mtukuzi, he really liked my music. He said, I like what you're doing. Um, I also met Prahima Segela at a, a festival, Mtata. And I happened to play on stage right after him. And he came to me and said, I really like your simplicity. You're keeping things simple, but it's very, it's, your music is quality. Mm. And then we started talking. And then he told me he was going to see 
Baba Oliver Mtukuzi, who had invited him, and he had invited me too. So ending up in Harare with the legends, and I think in the room as well was Judith Sepuma and, and other African superstars. And, you know, by wow. the end of the I mean, night... What does it feel like as... as <clears throat> Apologies, as a young yeah. artist who's starting out in their career and you're recognized by these people that you've grown up knowing only yeah. as, as legends yeah. and to have them pause and take a minute and recognize your own work, your own artistry and your talent. It, it changed the trajectory of my career completely mm -hmm. because now... Um, I was able to learn from them. From Baba Oliver Mtukudzi, I learned, you know, Baba Oliver Mtukudzi was the same man on stage and off stage. So when people say I'm humble, I'm like, hey, guys, you don't need to know Baba Oliver Mtukudzi. He was a human on stage and off stage. He did a lot for his community in terms of community development. And that's where my love for, for, for you know, um, impact work comes from. Um, Brahima Segela, you know, taught me, he, he taught me one thing. He said, take care of the music and it will take care of you. And um, one of my fondest, fondest memories before he passed, he took me to the dome. He was good friends with um, Babyface. So when Babyface and Tony Braxton came to South Africa, he called me, he took me to that concert just to show me, to expose me, to say one day, I want you to get to this level. Absolutely incredible. Um, I want to go to our phone lines. Kulu, I understand you're calling us from the UK. Yes, hi. Hi, how are you? Good morning, Berita. How are you? Morning, Kulu. How I'm are you good, doing? Thank you. I'm thank good, you. thank you. Oh, you're such an inspiration. And, and the smile, oh my word, for the day. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm kind just to say, you are, you are an icon, a beautiful young lady. And you. when uh, with the young girls growing up, they need uh, such uh, inspiration from people like yourself. Thank of you. which Yabona, people tend to face uh, a that is like you spoke about the issues about who is Tanda and Wabo. They need yeah. to know their work. Yeah. But if I have where you're actually going to engage all these young girls with this Tanda, these are Tibango and stuff like that. Thank you. Thank you so much. And also on the on that on the, on top of that, yeah, I'd like to say I I I like the way that you're preserving Ubuntu. You're not moving towards our Beyonce and the Western culture. Be yourself, girl. Do you appreciate that? <laughs> Thank you, Kulu. <laughs> All right, Kulu. Thanks for that call. Um, I've got some messages for you here, Barita. Gordon in the Western Cape says, you're hosting one of my favorite artists. Even though I don't understand most of the songs, I love the touch. I always play them when uh, I come back to the country. And you can't believe how my own countrymen have also come to love her songs. As somebody else says, Kathy, I just stopped all I was doing to listen to Barita. Lovely show and inspiring artist. And that's uh, Mune there. So we're going to continue our conversation with Barita. She's our Friday wind down guest. Really a fascinating hearing about her journey in the music industry.
performing here in Devon um, at a Devon Jazz Festival. Uh, what a great artist. Um, she's very, very humble, focused. That's what we enjoy seeing from our artist, you know. Um, she's very, very, I enjoy her music, you know. I got some of her, I got one of her album. I think it was the first album that she released. Um, yeah, she's just a phenomenal artist and she's gonna go far with the, fo- with the focusedness and determination. She's gonna go far. It's Bongani in Devon, thank you. Hey, Kathy, uh, I just want to say to Berita, Berita, she's a, a genius, she's talented. Yeah, she must keep on, uh, give us nice music. Thank you, Major, here in Lens. So a session in Mtata, you're going to be our final caller for today's session. Good morning to you. Hi, Mrs. I'm all right. How are you? Berita is also here. I imagine you call for Berita, not for me, because you didn't call during the open line. So it doesn't have anything to do with me. Absolutely. Hi, Berita. Look, my sister, we wish you all the best. You're such an inspiration. Now, the reason why I'm making this call is because mm. we also grew up this side in the Eastern Cape with Amakosa, as mm. you just said. But I've been following your music. Mm. Look, I've got a son who's also in the same industry. Mm-hmm. He got frustrated for a very long time because the family could not understand. You, all, you know that we always, 
want our kids to become academics, academics, yeah. academics. And it's quite frustrating. At a certain stage, you wanted to commit suicide. But, you know, mm. I said to myself as a dad, look, Norman, let me support him. Mm. Let me support him. Yeah. And I would love, what advice could you give to him? And at a certain stage, I even went to Black Coffee. Black Coffee from around here. Mm. We are growing up here. Mm. Yeah. I feel like See? And I talked to Black Coffee. But Black Coffee talked talk about the school. Mm. But this time around, he's been called by artists like Uduweb. I don't know whether you know him. I mean, you know her, Uduweb. And so bad, you oh, know, yeah. yeah, to consolidate, listen to his music. Mm. Even now, he's around, he's back now. He, 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 he does a lot of music, you know. So yeah. what advice could you give to him? He wants to make a breakthrough in the music industry. He loves it, like anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, thank mm. you, Putom. Thank you. Um, I think definitely your support is important. Um, I know, Kubana. Um, perhaps you had hoped for like a more academic path for him, but I think it's important to support your child in whatever they do. I think we're living in an age where for the first time, whatever you do, if you love it and you do it to the best of your ability, you can make money from it. So if you take away the pressure of him having to, you know, do things a certain way, um, you open up his mind to say as much as he's an artist, um, there's a lot of opportunities right now um, if you open him up to believe in himself first. I realize that if you don't believe in yourself, you will sabotage yourself. So I think that as people that are around him, supporting him, making sure that you let him know that you believe in him, that if he can put in the effort in what he believes in, the sky is the limit for him. Um, I think now also we're living in an age where you don't have to come to Joburg first to be a big artist. I think that the most important thing is to have support within your own community. Um, and mm -hmm. also, when you have su got support within your community, you can do so many things. He might be an artist, but also, you know, these days when you're an artist, you're also a content creator. You're also someone that can run um, your business, run your, 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 your work like your business. So definitely believing in him, I think, is the first step as a parent. Mm. Yeah. All right, Session, I'm going to have to leave it there with you. I hope that the advice by Barita will help and all the best uh, to your son in his career. And I've got a message here from, um, um, from Danzani Originals. And he says, hi, Barita, you know, it's so fulfilling to see some of the people we shared the stage with when we were amateurs in music making and going far with music. Not all of us were going to make it professionally, but it gives us pleasure to see that some of us have made it. I'm very proud of you. And may you continue to prosper in music and in your personal life as ah, well. Thank you. So, Berita, let's talk about where people can go see you very quickly and, and some of the work that you've been doing. Yes. So, I am currently on tour. I am touring my album songs in the key of love i started here in pretoria um and then this past weekend i was actually in cape town um on the 11th of december next week friday i'm performing at the music kitchen i'm asking you guys to come out tickets are 200 rand for that on the 19th of december i'm here in Joburg at the Joburg theater tickets are 300 rand i'm asking you guys to come out i'll also be going to bulawayo zimbabwe on the 28th of december tickets are also now available all this information is available on my social media at berita afroso the tour continues next year so if you're in durban i'm there on the 24th of february 2022 and east london i'm there on the 5th of march at guild theater next year as well 
Barita, it's been an absolute pleasure hosting you in the studio for our Thank Friday you. wind down. Guys, can we have Friday wind down every day? Like, why must it be once It's a day? December. It oh. needs to be. Actually, <laughs> let's make that for two hours every day. <laughs> All right. As always, a pleasure uh, to be with you on the Friday wind down. This is where we wrap it up on the talking point for this week. We're back with you again Monday morning. Unfortunately, none of these lovely tunes will be back to the madness of the news. But let's enjoy these moments while they last. Coming up next, Akina Kamwendo with the update at noon. Thank you.